Hey, 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 hello, and how's everybody doing? And it's, do I, today, you know, I don't think there's probably drive time coming home because I got a bet, dollar to donuts that a lot of people went Friday and took this whole week off that, or they either took this week off or they're going to take next week off for the 4th of July. So we'll see what happens. So hello, drive time people, cabin people. Otherwise, I'll say the same thing. <laughs> Every week I'm drive time, four to six. And I'm here. So and today's the last uh, Sunday of the month. So that means Dr. Jessica Levy, holistic vet, is here to answer some of your vet questions. And so hopefully you've got some questions for her. Also, guess what? My least favorite holiday, not because I'm not patriotic, okay, but because of the sound factor is coming up on Thursday. All right. And so that's why we're going to talk about that. What's some ways to help your dog get through the noise? And a lot, this weekend, already last night, there was people shooting it off, you know, around us. We live in the country, so it's not like living in the city where you got them right next door. But, you know, you can hear the boom booms down the road and stuff like that. And Mike Gilligan's a little bit on the jumpy side, too. He's got a lot better, but he's still a little bit on the. So we'll talk about, okay, what to do, how to help your dog through the 4th of July or the mess, usually the week of. You know, the week before and the week after 4th of July, people are letting off the boom booms. Okay, so we'll give you some ideas about that. And then I'm sure you saw in the news, uh, grain-free pet foods have hit the fan again as far as uh, they call they cause cardiomyopathy in dogs and some of the brands that were mentioned. So we want to talk about that. And then, um, oh, no, one thing I was, this is a FYI. Did you know this, Carly? Okay, no when what? you when you yeah when you get in your car well, t- Dr. Just do okay you, you you know you get in your car you turn on the key all right and then the, you know the sun goes down the rain comes out okay and your headlights are supposed to turn on correct yes did you know that and I didn't know it until I heard it and so I tested it out that only your headlights come on your tail lights do not unless you hit the manual headlight button then your t- uh, your front lights and your tail lights will be on because you know like if it's really rainy you need somebody's tail lights and before you're up on top of them right so you need the front lights and the back lights to huh. work at the same time and i had heard this and i'm like and finally i remembered the last snow snowstorm <laughs> the last uh, like snowstorm yeah the last rain to do that so what i did when i got home you know i left the truck running and i left it on auto all right and only the headlights were on not the backlights. Okay, mine is an 03. Okay, now people may say, well, maybe in that era <laughs> that I have an 03 Avalanche, right? Okay, so then I went in and I set my headlights to manual. Okay, got out. Voila, I got my headlights are on and my tail lights are on. So this is something to remember, especially when like it was raining really good today, that, you know, if you don't have your tail, I said, you, you can't see somebody, or if you're in fog or whatever type thing, if you're relying on that manual, that, you know, where your lights turn on, no, you got to manually turn on your lights. And then the good thing is, is that one because you're you're not used to turning the lights on and off. That when you open the door to leave the truck and you took your keys with, uh, the, you know you're being beeped at like hello, hello, hello. Your lights are on. Your lights are on. So then you have to go back and turn it on to to auto. But folks, check that out, please, because I was behind a guy a couple of weeks ago when it was raining, and I mean there was no taillights, and it was raining pretty doggone good. And so that's why, even though you might have headlights, you do need those taillights on. So check that out, would you please? All right, so check that out now. Right, Carly, you're gonna check that out. I am, yes. Oh, I knew you would. <laughs> I'm on it. After yeah. after the show today, that's you what I'm doing. Turn your car on and then turn the auto on. Yeah. 
And then, uh, but anyway, so, okay. And then, uh, the cats, uh, videos are coming up, uh, August 8th. Go to my talk and keyword cats. And what you're going to do is I'm sure out there, folks, you've got a lot of footage of cats, whether it be your cat, neighbor's cat or whatever type thing. Cause they're taking, um, uh, submissions to air on the big screen down at CHS field on August 8th. So go to mytalk1071.com and then uh, in the search box, put cats and then scroll down. You can get your tickets or what you do too is you can submit videos that might be chosen. So if you got them on your phone, you can download them or what, how, whatever. It's a 2019 video submission through the the Nutrisource link. All right. So, but it's all, it's all right there. Just scroll down all the way down as a big brighter. I don't know if it's red or bright pink. <laughs> and he's got the Nutrisource logo there. And then it, you want your name, your last name, and Reddit, and then you can download your... So if you want your cat, if you've got a great good cat video, or if you've got a kitten, kittens are the ones that really give you a lot of... Because they do such funny things. They jump, they roll, they do everything. I was trying to take some uh, of the kittens that I have, uh, some footage of it, but it never fails. You know, when the camera's on, they don't do nothing. The minute you shut it off, it's like then they become funnier than heck, you know. So so anyway, so yeah, so the load, load in your... Uh, uh, cat video footage or even a, a good picture of your cat send it through so go to mytalk1071.com enter keyword cats uh, then you can buy your tickets to go and then you can submit your video submission all right now uh, i will go from there okay okay hi dr jess how you doing whoops <laughs> uh, oh, wait where did this mic end up i don't know there. put it in front of my face there you go that works better how's everything with you pretty good good i hear good. you i hear you're on the move Yep, got a new office space. Yay. Well, soon, soon it will be set up. Soon it'll be set up. There you go. <laughs> got this week to get yourself together and then exactly. hopefully you can start yeah. uh, August or August, uh, July. I think it is 8th that, you know, Monday. Is, I think that's a Monday, isn't it? But anyway. Yeah, it so, is a Monday. So you're not taking appointments this week, but you're going to be right. in your new, so they got to check out your website on your new address and such. As soon correct? as I get it up there, yes. Okay, there you go. Yes, we moved all the way from Ham Lake to Andover. Yeah. What do you say, two miles west? Yep, pretty yeah, much. There you go. <laughs> so it's not, a, you know, it's not like, you know, you were in Ham Lake and now you're in a diner. So that's that's right. good. That's not good. that far. Not that yeah, far. Yeah, now you're in Andover. So that's good. And Carly, you made it through another week? Yes, I did. Oh, good, good, yeah. good, good. Yeah, yeah, you got a little tan there. Yeah, the sunscreen failed me. Yeah, well, sometimes it have just think how if you didn't use it, how what you would what color you I would probably, be. Yeah, I probably okay. would actually be yes. a All right. cherry tomato. So there you go. Yeah. There you go. And this past Thursday, I went to Pet Stuff in Minnetonka. I was with the Donna and Steve uh, show. They did they their their show live there from Pet Stuff. I want to thank Tom. He was great down there. Great host. And then we had we had a lot of fun, and thank you for everybody that showed up, and hopefully the the new collars that we you bought, and we got you going on the Starmark collar is working wonders for you, and things are going and things are going forward. The right collar makes all the difference to dog training. So anyway, okay, uh, let's see what should we what should we visit first, Doctor Jess. Oh, we have many options. I know it. What should we do first? Probably Fourth of July because that's like next up. Well, yeah, well, we only got what do we got? Two minutes. Yeah. Um, okay, let's start with the 4th of July. Okay, go for it. First of all, <laughs> why can't they make uh, fireworks that do not make a sound is what I know. They can do it, too. They can make fireworks that don't make sound that is just pretty. So I wish do they, they would really? do that. Yes, they do. They, uh, yep. I, th- I think people like the noise, personally. I know they do. So one of my clients do. told me that she has she took her own um, headphones mm-hmm. and adjusted them to fit her dog. They do make... I don't know if they're noise canceling headphones, but they do make. Uh, which, they're oh, called oh. Mutt 
muffs. Yes, mutt Mutt muffs. muffs. So she looked at them, but then kind of made her own out of her own headphones and fashioned something so that it sort of uh, uh, attaches onto the dog's head as well. Yep. And she she said that she finds that very effective. I was going to bring that up to yep. keep the dog and, calm, right? And because they can, obviously that's why deaf dogs that used to be thunder are a dog that used to be thunderphobic or firework, you know, and they go deaf. They're no longer exactly. reactive, and so yeah. the, to, to take that noise away, cancel that noise out. So there's mutt muffs out there. Uh, there's also it's called happy hoodie <laughs> is what it is, and it's a head wrap that goes around. And it, it, there again, like especially with uh, long eared dogs, it would help more because it pushes your the that pushes the ears closer to the head, mm-hmm. so it's going to muffle that sound. So Happy Hoodie's another one. And then there are a lot of the Mutt Muffs as a brand. And then there's also like Canine Navigator, something like that. Um, for dogs that fly in airplanes a lot, that they're a little bit more of a soundproof type thing but what has to do when you use those kind of things you have to obviously the dog has to get used to having something on their head and a lot of dogs don't like that so you've got to like you're teaching how to to wear a muzzle you know put the muzzle on pet 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 take the muzzle off give a treat give the treat put the muzzle on pet pet but you know what i mean it's a lot of this association so that it's a pleasing thing and that it will work and i heard uh with cassandra they got the mutt muffs no they got the aviator canine aviator ones they're more expensive uh for their dog dixie when they flew in their plane and so what it said in the instruction is start the plane up put the muffs on okay okay count to 10 shut the plane off take the muffs off okay turn the plane on okay and then put the muffs on and it's, uh, she said it was like dixie said okay yeah leave those on i i like that better right and and she kept it up so uh, after three times of just Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it worked out really good. So every dog is going to be different. And I tried the Mutt Muffs with Gillian, and, and no matter what I did, he would, he, he, you know, he, I'd get him on, and, and then all you do is t- take and shake his head, and now the, <laughs> they went sideways. <laughs> so the mu- mu- mutt Muffs are not going to work for everything, but that happy hoodie thing, but he has more perked ears. And so I'd be, I'd be interested, if anybody has tried happy hoodie or the Mutt Muffs, you know, please call in and let us know, you know, what's your thoughts, how it worked, 651 What? Yeah, I can see how for a dog with upright ears, it's a little bit more complicated. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. Yeah, because otherwise, is. if they have floppy ears, you basically are pushing them. Yeah, you leave the ear flaps down, right. so you're not trying to lift the ear flap and put the thing up against the dog's ear canal. Right, you leave the ear flap down and put it kind of over the top of the ears. But yeah, if they have upright ears, that's yeah, a little bit a little tougher. bit more challenging. Yeah. I was thinking though, remember that cowl I knit you one year for Christmas? The what? You could probably. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, the could probably yeah. wind that around his head. Oh, that would be a good like idea. Three times. Maybe it would even fit four times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The people with the skull, the scarves that are. Right. It's right. called infinity the, scarf. Oh, oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> but, I know you knew that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so no, that's a good idea too. But, but, so try yeah, that. The but dog you have has to, to figure out it. which way his ears are going to go. Yep. Yeah, because his is kind of go up and then tip is what they do. Yeah, so maybe so. maybe it'd be easiest for them to go forward. Forward, yeah, yeah. yeah you'll have to see. There you go. Okay, we're gonna have to. Where are we at there? Carly, kind of. I don't know what you do. Are you doing homework or what? No. Oh, okay. I'm getting stuff on your website. Oh, are you? Yeah. Oh, cool. So let's do trivia. Let's do trivia. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay. Where are we at? Okay. I don't know which one I want to do. Hello. Hello. 
thank you for listening to the KDK9 show. I'm here with Dr. Jessica Levy, a holistic vet. So if you got some questions, maybe you're a conventional vet, you're not, you know, like you'd want some other ideas or just want some help. And we're also right now talking about, okay, 4th of July fireworks. Okay, we tried the, the Mutt Muffs, the Happy Hoodie. Okay, then, uh, like a lot of people use CBD oil, but now it's coming out everywhere. And so obviously uh, it should be organic. Yeah, is a, is a huge thing. Yeah, and then um, also another thing uh, was uh, the it's um what do you want to call it like author uh, certi- certified or cert- uh, the, that that it is oh, the quality authenticity yeah, yeah authenticity yeah. Yeah, that whatever that word is. That thing, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and so so organic and that because there are so many different qualities. And you mentioned like the chews; they might have like you know cane sugar in there, which is a high you know gets you buzzed. You know, a right, right, right. Yeah, because usually there's something in a treat that makes it chewy that that gives it that kind of bendy quality right. and usually that's a sugar that does that mm-hmm. like in the good old days it used to be propylene glycol oh there you go but yeah that's true since we no longer eat propylene glycol there you go and so that's why uh so the oil itself would be would be a better uh, the drops or whatever type thing you know would be a better thing i i think so maybe mm-hmm. and okay. it just depends on the ingredients of the chewy things i mean okay. you really just have to look at them and see what you're giving okay i mean you could probably take um, you know, a little treat like, you know, a piece of cheese or something like that and put the drops on it to okay. feed it to your What about dog? mixing the treats, you know, with a little bit of yogurt or a little, I mean, not the treats, the oil itself, a little with a little bit of yogurt, a right, little bit right. of Right, right, that, that's what I mean. So that you don't have to try to like crank your dog's mouth open to right. stuff a dropper in there. Okay. You could put the dropper on a little bit of food or something like that. Okay. But usually things that are made to be chewy like my God, remember Gainsburgers? Mm-hmm. I mean, those I think they're still out there. You know, those things had like a massive sugar content. Mm-hmm. Yep. To to give them that flexible right. quality. Right. So so CBD oil is another one. Uh, is there anything else that will help kind of help anxiety ridden dogs over this? Um, Animal Essentials makes Tranquility Blend. Okay. Which is it's got like you know mild anti anxiety, slightly sedating effects. Mm-hmm. But that's a, you know, it's the kind of thing where these herbs are really safe. And so if it's a stormy day or if you know that your neighbors are going to be starting the fireworks early, you know, you might need to dose uh, every hour, every couple of hours or something like that. Okay. With CBD oil, do you think like that? Or is that, do they tell you? It just kind of depends on how they respond. So just like you were doing with Gilligan, I mean, this is the kind of thing where you maybe test it out a few days ahead of time. Yep. Don't wait until your dog feels the barometric pressure dropping. Or guess what? Your neighbors decided to start fireworks at 9 a.m. Yep. Like and then you know and then you're trying to calm the dog. See with Gilligan, I'm doing a little bit of every day now. Just right. I started it last Friday because I, I with mm-hmm. this the noise factor, and then I knew storms were coming in, and so I so I got his system kind of you know hopefully it's setting in so that it, you know I mean it will help him and it has now today when we, this morning when we had a a little bit of a thunderstorm come through he was nearly not as nearly as you know uptight oh that's cool okay yeah <clears throat> so that's why uh so that's why starting something now don't wait till the fourth of july like you say right. you're not sure when somebody might around your block might set something out or when the thunderstorm is going to roll in right right because you, you might thinking you might be thinking okay you know fireworks are going to start around you know 8 p.m right. or something like that right. but yeah not yeah, your neighbors some, yeah i know some of them are just <laughs> not doing the pretty factor they're doing the noise factor right in our house you know in our neighborhood fireworks have already started yep and they did here why not okay so then so any other remedies or anything now any other remedies that they could try um you know there there are a lot of calming chews on the market um i use true hemp 
That's what I do. Right, but, there, but there's but there's ones that that aren't necessarily CBD or hemp based that okay. have other ingredients. So, so like, there's one called Quiet Moments. Quiet Moments, okay. Um, and basically, you just have to read the ingredients on these things and make sure that you're not stuffing your dog full of sugar. All right. At the same time as you're trying to calm him down. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I've been recommending a lot for people with um, anxious dogs in general is um, teach them tricks. That book that you uh, gave me a copy of, Ten Minute Dog Training Games. Yeah. Um, and she's got like 101 One dog, dog tricks, tricks or yep. something like that. That's Sundance. So I've been recommending, yeah, Kira Sundance. Mm-hmm. So I've been recommending that to people a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, for people with uh, puppies where you're trying to figure out, you know, what do I do with this puppy? It's too young to, you know, take it on the one-mile hike that my family yeah. enjoys. Right. Well, you know, teach them tricks, teach them to do something. And then it's helpful for your dogs, like, in the midst of the thunderstorm today, while my little dog Chico was busy having an anxiety attack because there was thunder. Yeah. <clears throat> so I called all the dogs into the kitchen and asked them all to sit. And then I asked them all to down. And it totally like sidetracked everybody because all of a sudden they're focused on me. Yes. And they're like, oh, we're being asked to do something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's very true. It's redirect the dog. <clears throat> yeah. They totally forgot about the storm. Right. And see, that's the thing is, is that or if your dog is a Kong nut. You know, create a puzzle, a little bit of yogurt, uh, maybe a couple cauliflower <laughs> sprigs, uh, green beans, uh, broccoli, so that they now they're redirected, or a raw butcher bone, or you know something that will redirect. But also too, you can be the deterrent. Teach right. some tricks, do something. Yeah. Right, and you might also have to, um, like you know, play the game with your dog. So nowadays, these things. Oh gosh, what are they called? Are they are they called snuffle mats or something like yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but but that's also. I, I've done that, that with my dogs in winter, like in the midst right. of desperation. How yeah. do I keep the dogs occupied? Mm-hmm. So you take a towel and you hide a bunch of crap under the towel. And then you kind of stand there with the dog and you're like, what's that? What's that? How are you going to get that out of there? Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Just having to redirect their energy, their yeah. mind, so they don't concentrate, concentrate. You right. Because otherwise the- they're sitting there having an anxiety attack. And in their own minds, they're like, oh my gosh, the world is coming to, to an, an end. end. Whatever shall I do? Everything's horrible. Right. And so it just totally redirects them. Yep. So that so those hopefully that's just some ideas. And if you have anything that has worked for your dogs uh, to calm them down, please give a holler six five one six four one one zero seven one. Because every dog's personality is different, mm-hmm. dog system is different. So all we can do is you know try a couple different things. So yeah. So that works good. Okay, give a holler, guys. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Got questions for Doctor Jess? You got questions for me? Uh, please call them in. Also, too, if you forgot to do the trivia question. What is the most common name for a goldfish? Gold. See that I would say that to her. For real? Yeah. Well, okay, no. I thought either. That's, but no, it's it's not Goldie. That's Wait. what I, my thoughts would be. Yeah. What, oh, what do you I think? did not think that. I thought either Bubbles okay. or Bob. Bob. <laughs> uh, bubbles is good. I like Bubbles. Well, um, believe it or not, you ready for this? Fluffy. Oh. It's a goldfish. I, you never know. Jaws. Jaws. Oh, no. okay. That would, Jaws. That kind of yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So no. Oh, uh, I would never have thought of I that. I never would have either. I mean, I would have think automatically I don't even, I don't even believe that. I did that survey. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. We don't have no idea where these comes from. We just talk about them. That's okay. All right. 651-641-1071. Who's up to bat? Well... We actually don't have time for that. So, oh, no. Well, so, we got to do another. Uh, here, we just another got trivia. Just got We're going to end one. with a lot of trivia. There you go. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What is the fear of animals called? What is the fear of animals called? Be back. Hello. We're back. That was quick. That was quick. That was a quick uh, commercial break. 
Usually they're not that quick. <laughs> okay, since we weren't gone that long, the fear of an animal of animals is called fear of animals. No, animal phobia. No. Oh, there you go. There you right. Go. What do you think? Um, biophobia. Biophobia. No, it's called. Ready for this? Nature phobia. No. Oh, there you go. <laughs> zoophobia. Oh, zoophobia. Oh, that makes zoophobia. more sense. Yep. yep. The yep. fear of animals is called zoophobia. All right. So that must be of. Yeah, of all animals. It is what it is. I guess. Also, too, we were talking, you know, about uh, 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 the fireworks. Uh, a lot of people use uh, the Thunder Shirt. Yes. Uh, and the Thunder Shirt works good, but if you use it correctly, you know, go buy it like today or tomorrow and start putting it on the dog when it's nice out. Put it on for a minute here, five minutes there. Start getting him used to having stuff on him uh, by, you know, throw out a T-shirt on him or something like that. And see, too many people just bring the Thunder Shirt out an hour before the, you know, that something happens or like during something happens. And believe it or not, the dog equates that with it and so what we want to do is get the dog to equate that thunder shirt and with the pressure points that it puts on when you put it on you know with calmness and zenness and, and another good point too is so many people want to throw a pill at a dog and not spend time to try to redirect the dog and sometimes those pills at, you know to calm them down actually makes them worse trying to fight the effect of the of the pill and so you know you got it you've got it like with Mike Gilligan, he's thunderphobic and uh, and and firework nuts. And so I just, you know, hey, Gilligan, what are you doing? Let's go play with the pinky dog. You know, so and he doesn't play with it. All of a sudden, you know, it'll be a clap of thunder. He'll stop dead. And I just start my motor mouth. And, yay, come on, give me the pinky dog. Let's go. You know, just keep, try to redirect the dogs and get them onto something. And I know that some dogs are so scared that they just literally shut down and you can't do anything. But then, you know what? Fight, fight, figure it out. You know your dog's best. What will turn your dog's head? If it's food, do food, you know, or whatever. You just, you know, you got to work with this. Got to try to make it better. All right. Okay, let's head for the phone line. Sounds good. We're going to talk to Steph, and Steph has a question about CBD oil. All right. Hi, Steph. How you doing? Hi, guys. I'm so happy I heard you mention the CBD oils because you jogged my memory. All right. So, um, I did see the CBD oils at Chuck and Don's, mm-hmm. and I have a very, very itchy mini poodle. Right. And I feel like we have tried everything, and nothing seems to really help her that much. I think it's seasonal allergies as well as other allergies. Mm-hmm. Is that something that could potentially help her? The CBD oil? Yeah. Okay, what's your thought on that? The CBD oil for if for itch? Well, let's make sure you've done everything. Yeah. So, okay. what are you feeding this dog? Um, right now, she is a half homemade meal Excellent. and like a half kibble. It's like an open farm, grain free. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's What's your homemade food? Yep. Um, it's a protein, um, eggs, some eggshells, and then some veggies. What are your proportions? Um, I'm giving her about a third kibble and the rest, um, two-thirds. Yeah, what are your proportions of eggs to veggies? Oh, um, well, I use, okay, so I use about a pound of meat, and then I use about a cup of veggies and two eggs. Okay, so does it end up being half meat and egg and half veggie, or what? Yes, approximately, Okay, and what supplements are you using? Um, I've got her on a probiotic and right now um, some fish oil. And then the meat that you feed your dog, are you cooking it? Yes, she won't eat raw. Oh. 
See, so um, I would say that um, it's possible that all your bases are not being covered. Okay. Because cooking the meat is going to denature the proteins. Okay. And that's also too high proportion of vegetables. Too high. And, that, and then you've got kibble in there. Bottom line, kibble is carbohydrates. So even when dogs I added, have... Well, I added... I was doing all home-cooked, and then mm-hmm. I added the kibble in because... Mm-hmm. She wasn't. I felt like she wasn't getting enough carbs, and she was losing weight, and mm-hmm. she does not need to lose weight. Right, but dogs don't need carbs. They need protein right. and fat. So it's possible that what you're feeding her is too low in fat. Um, so <clears throat> she also was diagnosed with, is it pancreatitis? Mm-hmm. So does that require low fat or no? No, because pancreatitis, for the most part, is caused by cooked fat, processed fat. Oh, okay. So, so raw since I've fat, added her right. onto the probiotic, we have not had any tummy issues. Oh, good. Okay. So that uh, but, I feel right. is... But, but realistically, um, yep. so even dogs that start with seasonal allergies, they, yep. t- they tend to, over time, the seasons get broader, and then eventually the dogs tend to have year-round allergies. Yeah, so she what, does seem to have year-round allergies. So she's almost eight. Right. So when I think about in the past, when I first started treating, you know, when I was in practice, when I was a fairly new veterinarian, mm-hmm. the dogs that I saw, like at first they would have spring allergies and then the next year they would have spring and summer allergies <laughs> and then they would have spring, summer and fall allergies. And then okay. eventually four or five years in, they would have year round allergies. And we would say stupid things to people like, well, you know, allergies get worse as you get older. Which yep. And the reason it was stupid is that it was code for, we didn't know what the heck we were doing. Right, right okay. We, so the way that you address allergies is by, I think that an uncooked, unpro- unprocessed diet is the best thing for dogs. Okay. Eggshells, I think, are not an adequate source of calcium because okay. they're not absorbable, although they are made of calcium carbonate. Okay. Um, so... That's so where I add in a calcium supplement. No, because I don't think they work. The only okay. calcium supplement that would possibly be effective is bone meal. And bone meal is so fraught with contamination problems and heavy metal contamination that I don't use it. Okay. So I would say I would find a way to feed your dog raw food and you have to find a food that she will eat. And you okay. also have to not let your dog decide what they will and will not eat. Because that okay. is right up there with having your kids say, I know. I'm not going to eat this food because I would rather eat candy bars. Now, what, kind of do, uh, what kind of dog do you have? How many pounds? She's a little mini poodle and she's eight pounds. Oh, and okay. she's so picky that I am the dog mom. It's like, okay, if you're not going to eat that, yeah. I'll give you something else. Yeah. Right. And the thing, and the thing with dogs, with, with poodles, you can't, you know, they've got that curly coat. But realistically, with a little tiny dog, for one thing, you should visit Katie if you want to see a a little poodle who's in perfect condition. (laughs) Well, she knows we're perfect, but my (laughs) Ethel, three pounds, three pound Ethel. Right, but exact. But but if your dog had short fur, if she was a Chihuahua instead of a mini poodle, you should be able to see her ribs. Yeah. Yes, I can definitely Mm -hmm. feel. I I, yeah, I feel like she is the absolute perfect. Okay, good, good. Okay. And she maintains her weight very well. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. So, so dogs who are at the top end of their weight, even if they're not heavy, they have the privilege of being picky. So um, a lot of times, hamburger from the grocery store is a good place to start, raw hamburger. Okay. 
And that way you can just start to add little bits of it to her food. A lot okay. of the pre-mixed raw foods, dogs will not eat different versions for various reasons. Okay. Um, and so sometimes those are a good place to start, but not for every dog. Okay, um, I'm going to try starting that with the about know, green tripe. in some raw hamburger and see what she does. Okay, what about... Tri- tripe is also a great place to start with dogs. Yeah, green That's tripe. True. It stinks like crazy, but it sure does. Because my Gilligan was itching for a while, and yep. he's fed raw, and it's just like, okay, yes, I've never had this, because he's never been an itcher. And so, and where he, he where do I get green tripe? Um, you have to get it from a pet food store. If you go to the website, greentripe.com, yeah. They have a header that says find a retailer and it'll tell oh, okay. you who sells it near you. That's really okay. the only brand of tripe that I like to use. Green tripe? Okay. <clears throat> yeah, from green tripe. So if I'm going to start mixing in, I, so I give her a third a cup of food twice a day. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to start mixing in a little raw just to get her tasting it, mm-hmm. how much should I start with? A teaspoon. Okay. I mean, if her weight's not an issue, then you yep. don't have to you don't have to take away a teaspoon of her food to make room for a teaspoon of new food at first. Okay, you can just kind of see how it goes. Excellent. So, so what I hear from my uh, clients is that I think CBD oil is really effective for anxiety. Mm-hmm. It also seems to have some effect for seizures. Okay, and I trust me, I've had people try it for everything else under the sun, and everything else it kind of seems relatively ineffective. Okay. So basically, if your dog is itching, it tells you that you still have to clean up the internal state. So rather than kind of finding that one magic pill, that's where you look at liver function, you look at kidney function. So the probiotics, for example, are an excellent idea. And then you have to look and see, um, you know, is my dog vaccinated? Am I giving her heartworm preventive every month and then complaining that she's itching? You know what okay. I'm saying? So you have to kind of look mm-hmm. at what's going in, eliminate the toxins that are going in, eliminate household toxins, eliminate lawn chemicals and things like that. Yeah. You know, any kind of influence that you could think of that would potentially cause her immune system to be disrupted. And then just... So, mm-hmm. Yes, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you. So when, if she, if she has moved to a fully raw diet, uh-huh. is that fully raw just meat or do you mix in veggies with it? Meat and bone. Okay. And ideally meat and bone and fat. Okay. So a little dog like this, um, you know, you can feed um, chicken wings. Um, Walmart actually sells pork neck bones that are in fairly small pieces. Okay. Um, You can buy duck necks and turkey necks and turkey tails and duck wings. And, you know, chop them up if they're too big for your dog. Okay. Great. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Okay. Take care. Good luck. Keep us posted. Thank you. You bet. Bye-bye. Uh, yeah, and pe- that's one thing that people, I get, try to give uh, Gilligan a, a turkey neck. <laughs> he looked at that like, for me? <laughs> it's a pretty good size one. Mm-hmm. So, But I also find, see, when I try to, uh, a duck neck or a chicken neck, mm-hmm. he went and swallowed it uh, whole. And right. then I d- was scared that he was going to, because he was doing that. <clears throat> I know. couldn't get it down, couldn't get it up. And so, yeah. so yeah, so you just got to pay attention to yeah, it. Yeah, but, but they survived that. Yeah. Oh, we did. Yeah. So did <laughs> Yeah. And so that's why you, you do have, you do have to find, um, a bony, a, like a raw meaty bone that's going to be sort of a challenge for him to eat. Right. So that's where chicken backs might be a better option than chicken necks. Okay. Chicken necks, he can swallow them whole. Chicken back, 
Or even like they sell chicken feet at the grocery store. Don't go down the feet. Don't go down with the feet. Weren't you listening to the week that we had our little feet conversation? Can we not say the word feet? <laughs> no, because see, every time something um, one of mine gets dead at the fall, you know, whether it be a goose, a duck, a yeah. chicken, the only thing left is the feet. Yeah, but that's how spontaneous so, combustion works. No, it's called <laughs> I, my one of my I liked buddies. That. <laughs> Spontaneous combustion. It's always just the feet. So I, I remember associate. the Wicked Witch. That's yeah, what happened. I know it. It's like I the Roadrunner. So, I associate <laughs> with buddies of mine that got taken, and I only yeah. So so that's why no, I can't do the feet thing. That just oh. <laughs> yeah, foot foot phobia. We all yes, we all have our. You know, things that you just okay. can't do, okay. and that that's just We're going to just continue to bring it up every right. week now because no it's no it's feet. just really funny I'm, I'm gonna, to see I'm you react to no. it. I'm going to come in here chewing no. on a chicken foot. You oh, should. You <laughs> I'm going to... Okay, this is not funny anymore. No, I'm moving right on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what can we do? Um, let's see, are we done? Are, are we are we, we're not trivia? done, oh, but no. yeah, we can do we trivia. trivia. Yeah. Okay, then, and then we'll come back. We got a caller on the line. If you got a question for us, please give a holler. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Okay, let's see. Do um, okay. Do fireflies, and they just started coming out now. The last, I'd say, three four nights when I go down and do chores, that they're out, and I just, I just fascinated by them. Okay, do they bite or do they have pinchers? Do they do anything other than just light up? We'll be back. Hello. Thanks for tuning in to the KDK9 show. Oh, the sun's out. Yay, team. You know, last today they said major storms coming in about 3 o'clock. And this morning it started getting pretty dark up in Hugo, and then it rained, and then it's over, and now here we are. So it actually got cooler, I really think. Okay, what was the question? Do you remember? (laughs) What was it, Donna? We were talking about something else, and then I got on, so now I lost where I was. Okay, what was it, Carly? Um, I don't know. That was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. <laughs> fireflies. Oh, fireflies. Thank you. Okay, there Look you go. Look at that. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Okay, fireflies. Do they bite or have pinchers? Yes or no? Are you, well, either or. So they, they have bite? one of them. No. It's just one of them. Okay. No. I, I think fireflies are friendly. I thought they were friendly, too. Yes, so I'm going to say... Fireflies are harmless. They yeah. don't even carry diseases. So there diseases. You go. They don't. They don't. <laughs> They're not like the diseases. mosquito. They <laughs> don't carry they West don't, Nile. People, okay. People worry they, about getting diseases from bugs. That's hilarious. yeah. Well, they do. Well, you do mosquitoes, ticks. Okay. So, all right. Sorry about that. <laughs> and like I said, I was in death reading something here about what we want to talk about next. So, okay, let's go to our first uh, gal that's been waiting for a while. Okay, we're gonna go to Sarah. Sarah has a question about alternative surgery for a torn ACL. Okay, sounds good. Hey, Sarah, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. What kind of dog? Um, he's a lab pit. Okay, and how old? A year and a half. Okay, and is he overweight? No. Okay, and so are both of them blowing? One blowing? What's up? One's blowing, and then one has a very minor, minor tear. Okay. Okay, thoughts, yeah. Dr. Jess? Well, huh? so so what, what has been proposed as far as treatment? Um, surgery on both. Okay. And that's it. Yeah. Okay. And so, and what's your question? I'm just wondering if there's any alternatives to surgery or if surgery is the only way for him to be fixed. Well, of course there are, are, are alternatives. 
Okay. Um, so for people who have dogs with uh, torn ACLs and you're trying to decide, is surgery the best choice? Mm-hmm. What else could I do? I always recommend the website TiggerPaws.com. Tigger, T-I-G-G-E-R-P-O-Z. TiggerPaws.com. Okay. And that really is what that website is about. It kind of helps you decide if you want to pursue surgery or not. So when my shepherd blew out both his knees, pretty much one right after the other, um, I decided not to gift him with surgery. So, you know, the the current thinking with the surgeries, you know, the, the typical surgery that's done is the TPLO, where they decide that your dog's knees are at the wrong angle, blah, blah, blah. So you put in some metal implants and you restructure the knee. Um, but realistically, I think that the problem with ACL tears is not, it's, it's not necessarily about the structure. I mean, my shepherd does have crappy conformation. I'll give you that. Okay. So he had good reason to tear the ligaments in his knees. What was this? Anton. Oh, Anton. Okay. Um, but really, it's about pre-existing damage to the ligaments. Ligaments are incredibly strong structures, and so it's not a matter of, oh, he jumped for the Frisbee, or, oh, you know, we, we fetches a lot. Mm-hmm. No, it's about um, pre-existing damage to the ligament that predisposes it to tearing or fraying. A pre-existing... And the way you get damage to your ligaments is by eating a processed diet. Okay. Right? So eating a diet that's not providing your body with fantastic nutrition. Mm-hmm. Vaccines. Because vaccines cause dogs to produce antibodies, not just against all the stuff that's in the vaccine, but also against their own connective tissue. Okay. And connective tissue is tendons, ligaments, bones, and blood. Okay. And so those things, and then you put those together, like with my dog, with a dog who has terrible conformation, very straight hind legs, you know, doesn't have appropriate angulation. Uh-huh. And so he was sort of, you know... Uh, predisposed to ligament failure okay so no we're not you're not going to do surgery so So what are we not going to do surgery then you do rehab and what's that and so um initially you limit activity until the dog is uh weight bearing even if he's he's not going to be sound but even if he's weight bearing a little bit on the affected leg Mm -hmm. Um, of course you know my dog went on a raw food diet right away and i stooped him full of supplements so I used a lot of standard process supplements because they're the only company that I found that makes supplements that will provide nutrition to ligaments. There's a lot of joint supplements out there, but this is not a joint problem. It's a ligament problem. Okay. So I Can use... What? I'm sorry. Can you repeat the name of that supplement? Uh, the supplement company is Standard Process. You have to get them okay. through a healthcare provider. So okay. I use, and the website is standardprocess.com and you should be able to find somebody near you who carries them, okay. I guess. Yeah, that you can order okay. them too. Yeah, usually it's chiropractors or veterinarians. So I used canine musculoskeletal support, which is not just a joint supplement. It also has stuff in it for tendons and ligaments. It also has boswellia in it, which is the anti-inflammatory herb. I used, okay. lig- I used Ligaplex 2, which okay. is another one of their supplements. They make Ligaplex 1 and Ligaplex 2. I used Ligaplex 2. I used Collagen C, which is a a food-based source of vitamin C because that's what builds strong connective tissue. Um, Okay. And Calcium Lactate, which is another... It's a standard process supplement. It's It's not like 
going to the store and buying calcium supplement. And Buswellia okay. Complex. So they, they have a Buswellia that is organic and it has turmeric in it. And I gave him all these things twice a day, very heavy-handed with the dosing. And then in addition, I did some physical rehab. So uh, go on Amazon. You buy yourself a balance pad, uh, which is a blue foam rectangle. It's about three inches thick. That when you stand on it, you find that you have to use all your little postural muscles. Oh, okay. okay. To keep your balance. Yep. And so... Um, that was back when I, I had three dogs back mm-hmm. in the day. And yep. so I had Tootsie, the old terrier. Yep. And then I had Anton and Patrick, who were the young crew. And I was trying to do these exercises with Anton. So basically, I taught them the command, step up. Mm-hmm. And I used treats, and I got them to step up on the balance pad with their front feet. Um, and then you use the treat to get the dog to shift his weight. So if you move the treat towards his face, he's going to shift his weight back towards his hind legs. Right. Just to start weighting the hind legs. Mm-hmm. Um and then from there, we moved to the wobble disc. A wobble disc is also something that you buy on Amazon. <laughs> now, Anton's a big dog, so I had to get the 22-inch wobble disc. It's not cheap. The balance pad's like 20 bucks. Okay. Wobble disc is a little bit more expensive. You, when you inflate it, it looks like a UFO. <laughs> and it's harder to stand on. It's more of a challenge. Now, if I was a real dog trainer, and if I only had one dog, uh, I would have trained him to stand on these things with his hind feet as well. Or maybe I would have gotten a fit bone and had him stand on the whole thing. Or maybe I would have gotten a balance pad for the front feet and a balance pad for the hind feet. I was not that talented, right? And so every time I brought out the treats, it was havoc. The dogs went insane. They were they would step up on like anything. They were like, look, I can do this. Look, I can do this. Which was, but you know what? It worked anyway. And I literally did this for probably maybe two and a half minutes, a couple times a day. You don't spend a lot of time doing this because you don't want to fatigue. All you want to do is wake up these muscles. Um, and then I also taught them to step up on the uh, living room uh, ottoman. I taught them to step up onto the couch. So basically put their front feet up on something, mm-hmm. which is dog Pilates. You have to elevate the front part of the body. Then I taught them to step up onto the kitchen step stool. And then I taught them to counter surf. <laughs> Okay, and and they still do these things to this day. Yeah. So I created a monster, but it was worth it because that you need that core strength of with when you have a dog like mine who's very heavily upper body. Yeah, I mean Anton is built like Michael Phelps, right? Yeah, yep. massive upper body, little tiny hind legs. So I taught him to so for him to like pick up the front half of his body and put his front feet up on my countertop. Took so it takes a lot of strength. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So yeah, so that's basically how I started. It's just a bunch of. Uh, there are some other rehab exercises. If you email me, I'm happy to send you the handout that I use email. with my clients. What's your email? Uh, it's through my website, holistic-vet-care.com. But the Tigger Paws website also has a lot of information. So you just okay. have to decide what's your best option for you and for your dog. So let the fun begin. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But it's going to be well, easier on you. the dog, easier on your pocketbook, you know, both, you know, everything. So Well, my thinking was that, you know, the implants are heavy. Yeah, And so if you do one leg, because they're not going to do both at the same time, then you have a dog that's got one heavy leg. Yeah. And the implants also conduct cold. Oh, there not you go. Not fun in okay. Minnesota. There you go. Okay, hopefully they helped you out, kiddo. Thank you. You betcha. Have a great one. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, how many eyelids do a cat? does a cat have? How many eyelids does a cat have? We'll be right back.